Mini episode 1180 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1180, our FDH 2019-20 NFL wildcard weekend preview. We'll go through the whole slate of games. In college games through December 31st, our picks in bowl season are 8-7-1 and 66-56-2 and and for the year. Our NFL picks last week were 7-8-1 overall, 2-1 on the big three and 1-0 on the lock for the year. That's 115-136-5 overall, 20-30-1 on the big three and 7-10 and on the locks. Moving right along, before we begin, a reminder that we've got our fantasy football draft board for the NFL postseason up at the FantasyDraftHelp.com blog. That's FantasyDraftHelp.blogspot.com. Similarly, at the FDH Lounge Multimedia Magazine at the FDHLounge.blogspot.com, we have up our ultimate quantitative baseline UQB statistic. It simply adds together the ranking of 13 different indexes. The FDH Power Rankings strength the schedule based on our Power Rankings, a metric that combines the Power Rankings with impressiveness of victories based on strength of schedule, Offensive yards gained, offensive passing yards, offensive rushing yards, defensive yards allowed, defensive passing yards, defensive rushing yards, DVOA, offensive DVOA, defensive DVOA, and special teams DVOA. It's a great guide to help you assess how these teams measure up. We start late afternoon Saturday, and the annual Who Cares TV time slot always allotted for either the AFC South or Kansas City. In this case, it's Houston hosting Buffalo, weighing two and a half. Houston is 7th on our power rankings and Buffalo is 9th, but the UQB is less kind to the home team. The Texans are tied for 17th there with the Bills 12th. Edges go to Houston for strength of schedule, offensive yards, passing yards, and special teams DVOA, and Buffalo for defensive DVOA, defensive yards, defensive passing yards, and defensive rushing yards. Oftentimes in situations like this, you can't go wrong with the better QB, particularly when he's at home, so Deshaun Watson checks both boxes for Houston. The return of J.J. Watt should also provide a big boost, both emotionally and certainly on the field. The Bills have a glass jaw in terms of the kind of schedule that they've faced, so it's asking a bit much for a young team like this to come in and pull the upset. We're on the Texans. Saturday night marks the second AFC game of the day, which is likely an NFL first in terms of playoff scheduling. Tennessee comes into Foxborough getting five. New England is eighth in our power rankings and fourth in UQB, with the Titans twelfth in the power rankings and tied for tenth in UQB. Edges go to Tennessee for strength of schedule and offensive rushing yards, and New England for DVOA, offensive passing yards, defensive DVOA, defensive yards, defensive passing yards, and special teams DVOA. Tennessee is kind of a trendy pick, with the Pats offense being such a dumpster fire of late, but think about this. At the end of the day, it's still Ryan Tannehill on the road, in the cold, at night, 
against the league's top-rated defense, who is very good at shutting down the run, which the Titans have to establish. It may be a sloppy game with countless field goals dominating the scoring, but we look for New England to win and cover. In the early game Sunday, it's a huge revenge opportunity for the Saints, wishing to avenge their humiliating loss in the divisional round two years ago at home against Minnesota laying 7.5. New Orleans is second in our power rankings and third in the UQB, while the Vikings are 10th in the power rankings and tied for 10th in UQB. Edges go to New Orleans for strength of schedule, offensive DVOA, offensive yards, offensive passing yards, defensive rushing yards, and special teams DVOA, and Minnesota for offensive rushing yards and defensive DVOA. As with Tennessee, the team there coincidentally tied for 10th with in UQB, the Vikes are on the road in a very hostile situation, needing to take advantage of their strength at running the ball, but facing a team that is very good at stopping the run. The large gap in strength of schedule suggests that Minnesota is fairly fortunate to even be here and unlikely to hang very closely with a determined, vengeful foe. We're on the Saints. In the Sunday closer, it's the Battle of the Birds as the Seahawks visit the Eagles laying two and a half. Seattle is sixth in our power rankings and ninth in UQB, and Philly is 13th in both. Edges go to Seattle for strength of schedule. Offensive DVOA, offensive yards, offensive rushing yards, and Philadelphia for defensive DVOA, defensive yards, defensive passing yards, and defensive rushing yards. With a passing game that is middle of the pack statistically, notwithstanding the wizardry of Russell Wilson, the double whammy of having to sign a running back off the street and facing a stout running D on the road will work against the Hawks. Their bend-but-don't-break defense should hold Philadelphia largely to field goals, but they may get a lot of them. Due to barely winning what is by far the worst division in the league and showing many warts along the way, having a low estimation of the Eagles right now is very understandable, but they may have threaded the needle in terms of finding a matchup that can get them through to the second weekend. For that reason, we're on the home dogs. Thank you for tuning in to this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.